Welcome to episode 99 of The Twim Show. This is your host, Shadi Islam. And today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing world from the week of March 7, 2022. Okay, so first off, we have an update on the, uh, you know, the SEO front. As I would say, you know, in the if you have been listening to our show, you know, in the past I've covered this uh, thing called Index Now that allows you to kind of, you know, send your updates to your web page, blogs, directly to Bing and Yandex. So right now, and by the way, we also covered that, you know, Google is testing it out. Google hasn't, you know, formally announced support for Index Now, but they are beta testing it to see if they will support it or not. Now, uh, one of the WordPress, which again, by the way, WordPress is one of those most uh widely used uh you know platforms for blogging for websites things like that other than wix and all squarespace and everything else that so wordpress uh plugin maker seo press has now you know extended its support for index now now having said that and usually i would not uh talk about this but you know i think i need to talk and not overly getting political about it is like you know as if you remember the index now also supports yandex now yandex is actually a russian search engine given the what's happening around the in ukraine where russia has invaded ukraine for whatever reason let's not go there uh you know Yan, and yandex is kind of cut off from the internet and whatnot's happening where I'm going with this is that maybe this is not the right time to use Index now because the only two places where actually it goes is Bing and Yandex. Uh, Google hasn't even uh, formally announced support for it. <coughs> and with the, you know, all the stuff that's happening, it may not actually, Google may not even part, take participate in it. So what I'm going and what I'm talking about is that folks, remember before Index now there was a plugin from Bing, Microsoft Bing, where, you know, you could send submissions directly to Bing. Maybe you want to use that for now and not really jump on to the index now bandwidth. I know I have talked about index now in the past and I've said, you know, how we have moved to index now and we are actually, I'm backtracking and we're moving back into the Bing plugin just because of what's happening. And I know, uh, index is not really something on our, uh, Radar. Okay. With that, let's talk about Instagram. And this is something, you know, I kind of like. Uh, again, this is something, you know, it's uh, unusual for me to say about, uh, you know, Instagram and Facebook, if you have been following our show, but Instagram has launched this thing called Creator Lab Portal. This is for creators, by creators. And what they're doing is, and this they've taken actually a page out of the TikTok playbook where TikTok also has this for TikTok creators and basically all these, you know, well-known creators, they're coming in and they're giving you tips and things like, oh, how do you uh, create videos? Why? And all those things. I've watched some of those, uh, you know, educational videos and I think I found them useful, even though, you know, I, uh, I thought I knew everything. It's always good to learn from other people who have been successful. So check it out. The link is on our show notes page. You definitely want to check it out to kind of get some ideas and inspiration on why and how you should create a video, finding your voice, things like that. This is something that's good that Instagram has done. I think I wish they'd done it sooner. Okay. Next up, Instagram has rolled out an enhanced tags. Now, what are enhanced tags? Enhanced tags are such tags that you will allow you to uh, you know, tag people, which is already something that exists, but now you could tag people based on what they have done for your picture. So one great example is, um, say you took a picture of you in front of, uh, whatever, uh, in front of your house. Okay. 
uh, and your makeup was done by a certain person, your videography was done by a certain person, or a photo was taken by someone else, your dress was from someone else. In the past, you just tag them and says, you know, boom, 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 person one, person two, person three. Now you could actually categorize them and they say, oh, well, makeup by so-and-so, things like that. So you're giving credit where it's credit due. It's just basically, and that's why they call it enhanced tags versus just tagging. Uh, what enhanced tags will allow you to do is give credit to people and they you know, people are getting, oh, now people can say, oh, yeah, makeup was done by that. Imagine if you had a photo where there are like five different people have contributed and you just tag them, you wouldn't really know who contributed what, unless someone would do check in and like, you know, really do that, you know, legwork. Now with enhanced tag, it makes it easier. I kind of like that. And I think where this is all going into is Instagram is probably going to use this data and create some sort of product or feature in the future. Cause I know it's all metadata. It's grouping things. At least I would do that if I was a product manager, right? I have now I have this data. Let's kind of pivot it. Like, let's create a category that says all, you know, photographers in Virginia are in this category, right? And then Instagram would be able to like, you know, pivot the data and show it to me. And that way it's going to create more uh, engagement in the platform and people are going to be more excited to be showing things on the platform. I hope they're doing that because that will really put Instagram in a different space than everyone else but we'll see what happens okay next up we have uh facebook uh facebook again this is something good uh, updates in facebook groups so basically a couple of basic things with admin assist now you could turn on a feature where you know if someone is trying to share a link or share something that has been already fact-checked by third party and facebook thinks it's you know misinformation or it's incorrect uh, then you could Facebook will automatically uh, delete that and will not allow you to post that thing. And it kind of helps. Like, you know, imagine uh, someone's like, you know, pushing whatever. I don't want to take off anything. Oh, someone is saying, you know, someone's is pushing like there is no war between Russia and Ukraine. Okay. And there is an article and they're trying to put it in your fa Facebook group and you have a very large group then you would have to moderate 24-7 and some things can slip by. With this feature, if it has been already fact-checked and you, as soon as they post it, it will delete, get deleted or it will not be able to post, So, which is a good thing. And the next thing also here they have is Facebook has announced uh, for Facebook group is like, you know, if someone has filled up uh, all the answers to the questions you ask when before joining a group, like, you know, when you try to join a group, uh, sometimes there are questions like, you know, do you follow? Do you agree to abide by the rule? What's your income? What's your email address? If someone has give answers all the questions, then they can automatically join. Now, the challenge on the other end is like, imagine you're collecting email address, right? And the email address goes xyz at xyz.com or test at test.com. I do not know how smart this artificial intelligence will be that they will detect, oh, this is a fake or email address because we humans, we can see an email address and we can figure out, oh yeah, that's fake, man. That thing doesn't fly. Like, you know, so we'll see, but at least it's a nice feature that knowing that, oh, it's there, right? You know, maybe you ask things and people will randomly give you things and go from there. We'll see. The third update that uh, thing uh, that they have done is instead of before in the past, you used to do mute people. Now, instead of mute, you can call them, suspend them, right? It's not a big deal. It's just that when they are suspended, they would not be able to react, engage in a group chat, publish, comment, anything like that. They're just like this. They're in jail, right? They should call it jailed, right? That would be a better word than suspend. But anyway, that's what Facebook did. Suspend the fourth 
uh, update that they have. And this is something I love. It's like, you know, now you can actually download the QR codes to your group. In the past, what I've done and for our own Facebook group, what I've done is, you know, I took the link to the Facebook group. I went to a third party website for QR code creation, put it in there and, you know, we downloaded it and we put it in our banner image and things like that. Now you could just go into the group admin, download the QR code and start using it. So it's just a st- saves you trouble and helps you to kind of, you know, give it to people and without having to do this third step. And I hope in the future, Facebook ads tracking to see how many people scanned it, how many people clicked on it through this QR code, because that's the other benefit I get from a third party QR code site. The fifth one is now you can email people to join your group within Facebook group. Great jobs did. Like, you know, you don't have to go to MailChimp. I hope, you know, they have this thing where we can upload our email list and invite people to join. And maybe, you know what, if these are if there is a feature that says, you know, people who I have invited can automatically join without having to go through all these things, approval process, like that workflow is there. That would be amazing. And I hope Facebook is listening and Facebook does this because that would really put Facebook in a different ballgame. Okay. With that, let's, that was all the updates for Facebook groups. Now let's move on to Microsoft advertising. Microsoft advertising has launched a service ads for a professional called a professional service ads. It's basically a way for professionals to highlight their services. Right now, this is for realtor, mortgage brokers, insurance agents, things like that. You could do it if you're an individual, if you are, uh, you know, independent service provider, or if you could do it as a com- at a company level or a branch level. So it's quite a flexibility. And the way I, I kind of tested this out before recording this show. And what happens is like when you go to bing.com and you search, say insurance, as prof- insurance services, you see some text ads like you do normally. And then on the right hand side, you see like, you know, those blocked, uh, you know, service ads, where, you know, you see the image, the details and all those things. Again, those are things that are coming from the feed that you give to Microsoft. So the more specific you are, you specific you get into your feed, the better the ads are going to be. And by the way, this service ad does not compete with text ads. So there are two different algorithms, two different, you know, things. Uh, Microsoft is saying it's not uh, colliding. They're two separate auction system. Now, next up is obviously this thing is in beta. It's not available to everyone, but with everything that's happening, I'm pretty sure Microsoft is going to roll it out as a, you know, generally available thing. For now, if you want to join, you need to kind of either go through your partner uh, or you need to go through, call up their help desk and there's a number on their website and you could like, you know, say, hey, give me service ad. Uh, and when it's released, uh, generally available, we will cover that in our dream show. Okay, with that, Let's go into Google follows Microsoft for a change instead of Microsoft following Google and Google has launched automated vehicle ads in the US. Well, what are automatic vehicle ads? In the past, Microsoft has done automobile ads. Now Google is calling it a vehicle ads. Basically what can do is dealers and automobile manufacturers, or not manufacturers do not sell their cars directly in the US except for Tesla. But you know, dealers can actually upload an inventory of their vehicles through a Google Merchant Center, okay? And then their ads are gonna be shown to people who are searching for vehicles. And then when people see that thing, they would be able to click on it and go directly to the dealer's page. And dealers can basically create different kind of engagement where people clicked on it, people visited our web showroom, people bought the things, things like that, right? You can set conversions and you can put conversion value, things like that. So why, what this is all about, it's about, uh, let me try to think, how is it? How should I put it? 
This is similar to, you know, you would have any product that would show up and shows up in Google Shopping. So Google is trying to basically do a, you know, I guess more, create more inventory, more different ways of creating a revenue. But it's good. It's good. Like, you know, now you could like, you know, someone, uh, you know, instead of, look at it this way. If you were searching for a blue BMW X5 2021 and you search that, in the past, you would get all these text ads. Now you could actually look for results in the you know carousel and you could just pick the ones you like and then click on it and you can do a lot of things. So it does help people uh, as such as searchers on this end. And also it creates a lot more engaged, a lot more, uh, how would I say, a better customers, better leads onto the dealer's website, right? So win-win on this both end. By the way, I should let you know, uh, used, used, uh, not used, I would say, you know, automobile parts are not part of this. So if you have parts and things like that you are selling, this should not be. This is just strictly vehicle as a whole, big ticket items. Okay. Next up, <clears throat> Twitter has launched, uh, as a beta, a Twitter shop, uh, right? And, you know, right now it's a beta program. So only a few, uh, channels are twitter handles are on this program some of them are verizon arden cove latinx park gay pride up all do uh, all do is kukas right these are the few ones that they've launched and they were part of the announcement i've checked them out and now here's my thought good move twitter that you know you realize that you know you had people who were promoting products and now they were clicking on the link and going off to a third party site and twitter is saying you know what we are going to be allowing to create allow them to create shops and they can like you know list the products however you know it's not a full solution yet uh, because i think they just cooked it up very quickly and they just rolled it out and why i say that is here if you look at some of the out of the gate product, like, you know, out of the door, uh, handles, Verizon, Arden Cove, and I looked at the profile. First of all, Verizon is not a great, uh, partner to launch with, uh, when you're launching a product like this, right? I mean, yeah, they have 1.6 million followers on Twitter, but how many people are going to buy like iPhone covers and things like that from Verizon? Same thing with Arden Cove, Latinx, Gay Pride app. I'm not against anything else, like, you know, diversity. I love diversity. I'm like, you know, from a minority community myself. But what I'm saying is, look, guys, these other channels or other handles, they have only like, you know, 2,000, 3,000 followers. How many of their followers are going to actually buy things like that? Right. So it seems like, you know, the Twitter product management group at the last minute, they said, Oh shit, we are launching this feature. We need a few, uh, people to partner up with, uh, to use them as my, in our PR, uh, in a peer, in a, in our launch newsletter. So let's go find out whoever we can. And they just picked up a few right away, right? All whatever they found in front of them instead of finding something like this. And the other thing I will tell you is like, you know, I wish Twitter would like, you know, dog eat their own dog food, which is, you know, maybe Twitter should open their own official merchandise channel, right? Twitter shop where they sell Twitter. Um, what is it called? Twitter t-shirts, Twitter hoodies, things like that. Now you could say they're not in that business. Why they should do that? Well, this makes a very excellent case study right? Where they can say, hey, we launched Twitter shop. This is what's happening. Things like that. Eat your own dog food, guys. Eat your own dog food. Now, and you could also argue like, you know, well, Twitter doesn't want to go into inventory management, things like that. Well, there are a lot of third-party websites that does like on-demand printing, shipping, things like that. Twitter, you could do that. You're not doing this as a way to supplement your revenue, but you're doing it as a 
case study that's saying our own brand has succeeded this way. And Twitter, you are a billion dollar public company. I'm sure you can like, you know, create a team there where your annual operating expense is like say half a million dollars and you create this to create all these case studies and things like that and what you are doing to promote and help inspire other people rather than like in bringing things like Verizon, Ardencorp, Latinx Power, which is okay, but you don't really have any in-depth information of what they've done, how they've done, what they've done to grow, things like that. Just me saying that. But that's all from the Twitter. And now last update of this week, the announcement from Pinterest Annual Summit. And guys, you're going to love it. Pinterest has announced they're going to create a Pinterest shop. Huh, it's pretty similar, right? I was curious, like, you know, who copied from whom. So I actually did that thing. Well, Twitter announced it on the 9th of March. Pinterest Summit was on the 10th of March. And Pinterest obviously had, um, you know, this was something recorded. So I'm pretty sure some, I think Twitter played catch up. Figured out that Pinterest is going to announce this and they're going to pretty much catch up. So they quickly rolled out Twitter shop. But anyway, besides the point, uh, Twitter uh, Pinterest shop is coming. It's based on, it's a taste-based algorithm. Depending on what you like, it's your feed is going to show those shops. Uh, checking out is also within Pinterest, which is great. It's actually now uh, competing directly with, uh, what's the other shop platform? Shopify. Right, Pinterest has 400 million people who visit Pinterest. Uh, uh, I cannot remember how many, 400 million a month, I believe. Yeah, 400 million people visit Pinterest a month. I don't go to Shopify unless I'm buying something from Shopify Merchant. So Shopify is already uh, at a disadvantage. So checkout is there. Uh, Pinterest is going to have shopping API that's going to make people easier to our merchants easier to post catalogs, something similar to what Bing has, something similar to what Google Merchant has. So this is also very good. Uh, and Pinterest is going to have a train tool that's going to show you new capabilities, real-time search, uh, data tribe, 10 tribes, things like that to allow you to kind of plan things like that. All in all, suddenly Pinterest has become a shopping app. Good going, Pinterest. Oh, by the way, folks, just so that you know, I am a Pinterest shareholder. I have been a shareholder since last year and I just am excited because, you know, now Pinterest has, Pinterest stock price, in my opinion, is going to take off. But anyway, you, I'm not here to give out, you know, stock and financial advices. I just am excited because this is something that Pinterest really, really needed. Now, the only thing Pinterest does need to work on, if they have not already worked on, is Pinterest, please change your UI. Your Pinterest app UI, last time I went, I was confused. It was too busy and I didn't know what the hell to do. I just like, you know, I was like, Bleh. Anyway, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything you need to be in the know. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam. And if you want to read more, make sure you visit our show page. Go to our website. It's marketandgrow.com slash twim uh, show. And you will find everything over there. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week was a pleasure to serve you all hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week same place same time for another round of this week in marketing